HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's episode of Cutting the Curd has been brought to you by Fairway Market. For more, visit fairwaymarket.com. Broadcasting live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby, broadcast live to the Cosmos on the Heritage Radio Network. Good Monday afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Ann Saxelby. My co-host and producer is Sophie Schlesinger. Hi, everyone. And uh, thanks to Jack Inslee and Carlos Salguaro in the booth for making sure all the technology works just right. Um, we're really excited today to have Carlos Yescas back in the studio with us. Uh, Carlos was on the show back in the fall, um, educating us about Mexican cheeses and his work with Mexican cheeses. Um, so we're going to be talking with him. And then we also have the privilege of having two Mexican cheesemakers um, who are going to join us by phone. Uh, first, Martin Lopez and Catalina Rivera, um, who make uh, sheep's milk cheeses in uh Queretaro mm-hmm. uh, in central Mexico. And then we'll also have uh, Jose Trejo from Chiapas, who makes uh, cow's milk cheeses on a little bit later in the show. Um, but so first, Carlos, can you tell us a little bit about what you've been up to? I remember last time we met, um, you had just uh, uh, planned a big cheese festival, um, and you were meeting with government officials in Mexico to talk to them about um, bringing more of these artisan cheeses to market. Yeah, yeah, what's been going on? Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for having me again. Um, Yeah, so last time we talked, I was just to go to Mexico, like, the day after. And so I got to Mexico, and I got to meet with uh, the people in the Ministry of Agriculture. Um, And it was a very good meeting. Uh, We had a lot of positive feedback from them of how to really support the cheesemakers and how to start something uh, that in Mexico doesn't exist, which is a big sort of promotional uh, movement for for cheesemakers. That meeting went really well, and I think uh, we're still waiting to see what it will come up 
specifically from that meeting, but uh, I think we we can expect good things out of out of the meeting. And of course, you know, the government will always take forever to do anything. Oh right. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I I have good hopes, and uh, and of course, you know, with the n- national elections happening this year in Mexico, it means that a new team is going to come in, and so we're also sort of holding on that on you know how a new team of whatever party comes will deal with this, but. I think that at the technical level sort of thing, it will th- things will start happening. Yeah, Great. And then we have the, the festival in Chiapas, um, and that was really good. It's the fourth time that we have had it in Chiapas, and um, we have 45 cheesemakers of a, a very specific type of cheese made in Chiapas called Queso de Cuadro. And um, we had a competition, uh, we had great uh, participants, and that cheese, uh, the, the, the winning cheese of that competition, is uh, one of the cheeses that represented Mexico at the World Cheese Awards in England. And so it was sort of very excited for the cheesemakers as well that, to, that winning in Chiapas also means going to England to compete. Yeah. Wow. And cool. so when did the World Cheese Awards take place? They, they normally are in November. So last year was on Thanksgiving Day and they were in Birmingham in, in England. And uh, this time we had five Mexican cheeses competing. It's the, it's the first time that we have that many. And, but it's also the first year that we have two medals. So uh, we have a, a silver medal and a bronze medal. And so that's really huge for Mexican cheese making. Congrats. Yeah. That's you. awesome. <laughs> and who were the medal winners? So one was, uh, the silver one was for uh, Cremoso, that is um, a chips milk, sort of fresh cheese made in Querétaro. And we're going to be talking to Catalina, who is the person behind it that makes it. And then the other one is a bronze medal for a semi-mature or semi-aged uh, chips milk cheese that is in the style of a manchego st- uh, cheese. Um, and it's, that's also made by Catalina. And so this... You know, it, it is this farm that had these two awards. That Very that is cool. really really inspiring. Yeah, and hopefully that'll kind of you know show the government like how exciting Mexican cheese is and all the new developments that are happening too. Definitely, I think we have already started seeing it. There was a. a the cheesemakers got a letter from the president congratulating them on, oh, on cool. winning these medals, uh, which, you know, is only for show and all that. But I think it's really important that the government is but paying attention. But he knows. Yeah. So it's super important in that sense. That's great. And then you were recently inducted into some sort of organization <laughs> or prestigious cheese guild. Tell us about that. So yeah, the Guild de Formager you know, is, a, is a foremost cheese organization in the world. It has all these cheese people around the world. It's based in France. And they just started their North American chapter. Uh, and so this is Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. And so I was inducted as the first Mexican um, to to. to to this, I'm now a part of the North American chapter, and we're trying to start a chapter in Mexico uh, with cheesemakers. And I mean, it's really cool for sort of personal reasons to be um, recognized by other cheesemakers around the world. But what is, I think, m- more important is that this will translate then to uh, cheesemakers. Uh, knowing that there's a, a whole organization framework behind them, uh, not just represented by me, but, you know, represented by all the cheese mongers around the world. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a big community out there for yeah. sure. But congrats. That is an amazing yeah. honor. Thank you so much. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Well, um, I am dying to, to talk to Catalina. Um, I believe, uh, Catalina, are you on the line with us? Yes, I'm here. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be on the show. We really appreciate it. No, I, I thank you for inviting me, at least by phone. <laughs> <laughs> we so would love I can, to. I can be with you now. Hola, Carlos. Hola, Catalina. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would love to invite you in person, too. Maybe if you ever come to New York to visit yeah. Carlos. I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. Um, so, can you start by telling us a little bit about your farm and how you got started as a cheesemaker? Of course. Well, what I can tell you. Uh, we used to live in the city. We lived in Mexico City years ago, and we have three children. And since they were kids, Martin, my husband, and I dreamed about having a place where we could live in the country and, and be with animals and something like that. Mm. <laughs> so uh, we had the opportunity to move from the city to Querétaro. Querétaro is a smaller city in 2003, and we started a new life. Uh, we did not like anymore our life in Mexico and tried something new. We uh, then found the opportunity of having some animals and found out that the sheep was a very, very, uh, very nice animal. <laughs> yeah. And that you can uh, also make something uh, from them. So we had to learn everything from the start. Everything. Wow. We didn't know anything about milking sheep and we didn't know anything about making cheese. <laughs> <laughs> We started with uh, 34 uh, animals, and now we have 250, about 250 animals. Uh, we, this year, are milking about 100 uh, sheep, and uh, now we have learned to milk them and how to make cheese from, from the, the milk they give <laughs> and how did you learn yeah. how to make cheese? Because it's such a difficult skill. Well, it's very difficult. If you if you look for information in the books or in, in the web, you you find the recipe. But you have to do it and to explore by making making it. And here in Mexico, there are many people that know about making cheese but not in sheep milk cheese. There are some differences between the, the cow milk and the, the sheep milk. So the ones that can help in the information, no, they, they have the, the wish, but they can't. Mm. And the ones that have the knowledge, they don't want to, to tell you. <laughs> so we, we had to investigate. We traveled. And Martin had the opportunity to go to the States in Wisconsin. And oh, wow. He, he saw there many people that uh, helped us a lot. And then we could go in, in, in about uh, two years ago to Argentina. And we, I had a, a very fast course <laughs> in, in cheese making and then we came back and had a lot of work, so making, well, I think good cheeses. <laughs> Carlos also. 
Carlos thinks so too. Yes. I think the world thinks. Yeah. So uh, they give you a medal for it. So I think the world thinks it's a good cheese. Yes. So that that's that's how it was. Wow. And so, can you tell us about the styles of cheese that you make, and uh, and maybe a couple of uh, of your personal favorites? Well, we have uh, mostly three three types of of cheese. The one uh, that had the the silver medal that Carlos named is the cremoso. This is a soft cheese, it's a slight cheese that you can gladly tread it in most everything. <laughs> mm. And uh, we make uh, semi-hard cheeses that we age about two or three months. And the, those were the ones that won the the bronze medal. And here we uh, also give them some characters. <laughs> we we age them in wine, or we age them in olive oil, and then also I also put the fine herbs in the cork. And the semi-hard also is uh, a smoked cheese, so it's some kind of various. <laughs> Wow. And and we also make the hard cheese that we age for four months, more than four months, and you should try it. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if we're lucky, Carlos uh, can get his hands on some and we can yeah. try it someday. I promise I will bring some back. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I have a question. How did you two meet, uh, Carlos and Catalina? Well, uh, about two or two and a half years ago, we went to that fair that he mentioned in Chiapas. We went with the, the support of the government that we could uh, go there and, and show our cheeses. This is a non-traditional uh, food fair. So here in Mexico, because of the non-tradition of the sheep milk cheeses, we were chosen to go there and, in Chiapas. And he was there. He was in Chiapas. And there uh, he met my husband, Martin, and they talked a lot, and he tried our cheese, and he said, I want this cheese next year in the World Cheese Awards in London. <laughs> so we, we worked very hard, and we tried it the next year, and we, we sent uh, some cheese there. We didn't have any, we didn't get any medal for the cheese, so the, we had to work harder. <laughs> And the next year, that it was the last November, uh, we tried again, and then we, we did it with two of the cheeses. Wow. Wow. Well, congratulations again. That's Thank an amazing you. accomplishment. Thank you, Anne. Um, and so, can I ask a little bit about uh, um, the market for your cheeses? Um, where do you sell your cheeses, and who's excited about your cheeses? And um, do you see a growing market? Yes, we, we can see it. Uh, well, Mar Martin is the one that sells them. <laughs> He mills the cheese and sells the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we started in Querétaro and, and here. Uh, just in the city and now we we can tell we sell in more than 15 states in Mexico wow, wow. we have we have we have also plans to export and we have working the regulations for that and everything you have to have ready there's there's are there are many 
many regulations that you have to cover, and we we want to to be ready to do so. So we we hope we can do it soon. There are some people in the U.S. <laughs> that have asked them, so we are working on that. And these days, the the internet and the communications let let us do many things. People uh, know about our, our cheeses and they ask so they write us they go in, into the the website and they write us and we can then uh, keep in touch with them and we can tell them where to buy some and they try it and they like it <laughs> <laughs> and they ask for it so uh, the, that's we are uh, what we are doing now so, and Carlos have helped a lot in this matter. <laughs> That's great. Well, actually, um, before just before the show, we were talking about um, uh, how difficult it is to import, um, mm-hmm. well, import anything. But um, Carlos said that there's especially some weird things about uh, importing some Mexican cheeses. And yeah. maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about the issues you've encountered. Yeah, so the, the, the Patriot Act... Uh, one of the things that it had included in it is um, is, co- is to address concerns over bioterrorism, and so what the Department of Homeland Security has been done has been doing is going around the the world, basically uh, certifying that. Uh, some regions of the world uh, are free of bioterrorism, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> and Seems like a difficult <laughs> thing to certify. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, so anyway, they 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 have been to some parts of Mexico and some parts of Mexico, of course, are free of terrorism. And um, and so those things can come. But uh, there's still regions in Mexico that are not. And so the two regions that the regions that, that most of our cheesemakers are producing um, are not yet clear by this, um, which uh, means that we cannot bring their their products. Um, we have uh, we have tried to bring them and we have things that are stopping customs. Um, we're trying really hard to get the certifications and everything. Uh, the real problem is that w- dealing with the bureaucracy of the American government and the Mexican government at the same time is really intense. Um, and it's important to remember that you know these cheesemakers, like Catalina said, um, Martin wakes up in the morning, he milks the sheep, then she makes the, the cheese, then uh, Martin uh, you know sells the cheese. I mean, there's the two of them, and that's it. Yeah. There's no other help. And so, to on top of that, be dealing with the bureaucracies that exist is really intense. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. for very small farms. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we hope that in the future, uh, yeah, we get to taste some of your delicious cheese here in New York. That would be um, that would be amazing. I have no doubt Carlos will do it. <laughs> he's, an, he's an impressive character. Yeah. So, um, if people want to learn more about your cheeses um, and about you, what what you guys do, um, do you have a website that people can visit? Yes, we have a website. Uh, it's called Quesos de Oveja. This is uh, www quesosdeoveja.com Great, and we'll, we'll, we'll definitely um, put that up as a link on, our, uh, on yeah. our site today for our show so people can, can visit your site and learn more about your amazing cheeses. 
Well, thank you very much. That would, would be very nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been an honor speaking with you. Um, I think we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking with uh, Jose Trejo, who makes cow's milk cheese in Chiapas. Stay with us. Thank you very much. Que no me deja respirar Llevo en el cuerpo una condena Que siempre me echa a caminar Me dicen el desaparecido Que cuando llega ya se ha ido Volando vengo, volando voy Today's program is brought to you by Fairway Market Whether you are cooking for one or for a crowd Fairway Market literally has everything you need for a fantastic meal But if you don't feel like cooking, no worries They cater Check out fairwaymarket.com for more information. And be sure to check the new blog, On Our Plate, for weekly specials, health tips, and recipes. Cuando me buscan nunca estoy, cuando me encuentran yo no soy el que está enfrente porque ya me fui corriendo más allá, me dicen el desaparecido, cuando llega ya se ha ido, volando vengo, volando voy, deprisa, deprisa, rumbo perdido, perdido en el siglo, perdido en el siglo. Siglo Welcome back to Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Ann Saxelby, my co-host and producer extraordinaire, Sophie Schlesinger. And we are here today talking about Mexican cheeses with Carlos Yescas, who has thankfully agreed to come back to the show. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Um, and uh, so I believe we have our next cheesemaker on the line. We're going to be speaking with Jose Trejo, who makes cow's milk cheeses in Chiapas. Jose, are you with us? Yeah, yeah, I hear him. Hi. Hola. Hi. Bebe, ¿cómo estás? Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I was wondering if we could start by you telling us a little bit about where your uh, cheese-making facility is located and what types of cheeses you make. Yeah, uh, well, okay. Uh, first, uh, thanks to you. The, the facility is in, in Ocosocuautla, Chiapas, which is... Um, 
It's a little town near from the capital city of Chiapas, and it's in, in the south of, of Mexico. So we and we produce uh, like the, the cotija, the cotija cheese, cincho, mm -hmm. uh, cincho cheese, uh, Oaxaca cheese, and um, uh, uh, another cheese which is the, the characteristic. The cheese of the region, which is uh, um, a Chiapas cheese or or brick, which is the name that usually Carlos Yescas uh, used for 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 that specific cheese. Queso de cuadro. Oh, queso de cuadro. Yeah, que, queso de cuadro. Yeah, that's the, that's the name. And all all the all the cheese are, are made from pasteurized milk and from the milking process. We produce in on, on our own our own farm uh, the ten percent of the of the milk that we use in the company, and the other ninety percent we buy to other farmers uh, in the in the in the same region. Now, uh, Carlos was telling us a little bit about that uh, before the show. You you guys support a tremendous amount of farms. Can you tell us um, how many farms do you buy from, and what size are those farms? How how many animals do they have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, those are small small farms, and we buy to one hundred and eighty and eighty farmers. Wow. Uh, in, in in but 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 in average, they own like mm, maybe forty or fifty uh, animals, cows. Uh, so we we produce I don't know in in pounds uh, how many how many pounds will be, but we we produce like about sixty sixty tons of cheese per month. Wow! Wow! That's a tremendous amount. That's yeah. that's huge. <laughs> Um, and so, how did you get into cheese making? It sounds like you have quite a big business. So, is is this a family business, or is this something that you decided to start yourself? Well, it, it start it start um, you know, in like well, bueno, it, it start uh, as a family business. We were searching for an alternative to added value to the livestock, mm -hmm. specifically for for the milking. So we get um, associated with uh, Ruben Ruben Leon, which is he's my I, I know in, in Mexico he's a socio <laughs> business uh, partner. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah my my business partner. So we start this um, uh, eight years ago. Um, he, he was searching for searching for uh, to added value to 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 the milk. And um, right now we are we're working hard to uh, uh, for for the artesano the, the art, I don't know which, artisanal which yeah artisanal cheese and we we are we already send cheese to to the United States and specific the the cincho cheese uh, is over there right now for for the okay will be for the Mexican. Market. Mm, mm -hmm. and, and oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. Uh, uh, no, I, I can hear. I can barely hear you. Oh, I was. I was going to ask, where is the main market for your cheeses in the United States? Yeah, um, Chicago. For Chicago, will be an important market. And the other one is um, in Texas. Mm -hmm. Los Angeles, 
in a little bit Phoenix in in Arizona. Wow, wow! I was uh, telling Carlos I grew up um, outside of Chicago, and um, the, all of the Mexican food there is so much better than the Mexican food in New York. <laughs> Chicago has great yeah. Mexican food. <laughs> it will yeah, soon have very good uh, Mexican food. Is, is, is over there, and we we, we work hard here for specifically with with the with our, our suppliers, the the cattlemen here, the farmers. We've been doing in as a team as a team with people like Carlos Yescas. We're working for trying to to get support from from the government so we can become competitive. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to to get in in markets like like United States, it's it's it's, it's a real hard uh, and competitive market. But in, and yet it's kind of ironic because I know here it's not easy to find uh, quality. Yeah. It's not easy to find, um, you know, Mexican cheeses in general. And then to find quality le- Mexican cheeses is impossible. So it's a, it's very exciting, the work that you guys are doing. <laughs> We're very excited. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, 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 a, it's a little hard, but, but it's like um, uh, it gave us a lot of satisfaction, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're very proud of the work that we've been doing, and most because we can support the people, like the farmers, uh, to increase the uh, so became them more competitive. Mm-hmm. It's because when we, we here in the local market, we um, uh, the competition is with the the cheeses made in United States, in Brazil, Uruguay, mm. Chile, New Zealand. Um, so, uh, so, so the the support of the of the government it's it's a it's a key it's a it's a key to to access uh, to markets like like United States. Yeah, yeah, and keeping your local your local dairy economy alive and and vibrant. That's it. Yeah. Um, now, can you tell us a little bit about um, how you uh, use or cook with your cheeses? Um, I know that for people who haven't heard of queso de cuadra or, or maybe some uh, the cincho, how do people usually uh, use those cheeses? The, the use for the cheeses? Yeah. Um, do you do uh, you just eat okay. them plain, or do you use them for cooking? Or yeah, queso de cuadro. Queso de cuadro. It's a it's a great cheese from. Um, cheesecake, for example. Mm, okay. <laughs> it, it, it's a it's a great <laughs> cheese for to, to that use. Um, uh, for for cooking, you can also use it to spaghetti. Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, the cotija cheese. Uh, you can use it for 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 that and and the cincho cheese. Cincho cheese and and cotija cheese are um, hard hard cheese. Mm. More of a dry, dry texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are dry cheeses and and and, and aged you know, about three months um, before we can we can sell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. Well, that sounds. I'm getting hungry talking about <laughs> yeah. all these cheeses. Um, well, yeah, yeah. if our listeners want to learn more about your company, uh, do you have a website where people can go and uh, and learn more? It's um, 
it's www.kesokoita. Okay. Koita is, like, is the nickname of the of the, <laughs> the town. Oh, great. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so Koita. Quesocoita. Quesocoita. And dot com. Quesocoita.com. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being on the show with us. And um, bef- I know. Oh, and I no, think that. And I, I think you. That, sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Carlos. And I think that he wanted to say hello to someone. Uh, Pepe. Oh, si quieres ah, that would be, that <laughs> will be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say uh, to hi to Clarissa. That I'm, I'm sure she's here hear me right now she's the love of my life oh th- that is the best <laughs> that's the best shout out we've ever had yeah <laughs> well she's a lucky lady <laughs> i hope i hope i can be there in new york with you very soon oh we hope so too that would be fantastic um yeah 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 we're working hard to so we can get there not not just for us not just for the company and uh, more more because of of the of the the, the tremendous necessity that they are here in mexico with the with the farmers it's a work that we are doing for the farmers for our our own state they the state is chiapas and and also and and for sure for the the, the queso mexicano and we are very very glad uh, with the people like Carlos Yescas. Hmm. It's a it's a great guy that you have over over there. I know it. I know <laughs> it. And we are very excited to learn more about Mexican cheeses. So <laughs> it's uh it goes both ways. Yeah. We're very excited. <laughs> um well so but really quickly before we sign off, um Carlos, you recently switched your website and there's <laughs> so much great fascinating information. Um how can people learn more about what you're up to? Uh, we keep people updated on the website, which is lactography.com. Uh, we're also now on Facebook uh, and on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> we are very uh, uh, prolific uh, in, in social media. I think it's important to, uh, to have people understand what is going on um, and uh, so people can keep up uh, that way. The website actually is in both languages, so you can read stories Fantastic. in English and you can read stories in Spanish. And you also have classes and events coming up, which are also posted on the website. That's so right. <laughs> definitely check it out. Yeah. It's a wealth of knowledge. Thank you. Well, thank you, Carlos, and thank you, Jose, for being on the show. And uh, we'll see you next Monday. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd. Hosted by Anne Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Anne Saxelby, broadcast live to the cosmos on the Heritage Radio Network. <laughs> 